DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going. Leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. We're going up around the bend. Ooh. All right. Good morning, good morning. It's 7.03 a.m. in beautiful Austin, Texas. This is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 right here on 104.9 The Horn or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. We, uh... It's currently are, 70 degrees, by Currently the way. 70 degrees. What is... Uh, a little overcast. But nice. Humidity is 98%. Thick. <laughs> a thick 70 degrees. Which is weird around here, huh? 70 degrees, I got a jacket on. That's how I roll. Dude. It was... I mean, I thought it was going to snow earlier this week when that oh, cold front right. came in. Yeah, that was, that was so nice. I opened that door in the morning... It's like a and rainforest like, around here. Right. I turned around, went and put my snow boots on. <laughs> you, you have got snow, boots. snow boots. Got my ice pick out. Yeah, I got snow boots. It's sn- you know how many times? It snowed three times last year here in Central Texas. I was writing I was writing about people from the north coming down that uh that when was you go to a Texan. Gr- yes. When you go to a garage sale and you see uh snow chains <laughs> for sale <laughs> at the garage sale, three dollars. <laughs> They ain't going back. <laughs> They're like, I ain't doing that again. <laughs> well, the funny thing RV. is, is somebody would even know what snow chains are. Oh, yeah. You can use them in the mud. For what? They're, I, what I think you, you should down? have them. I think you should back, have them back, anyway. Back when you had your two-wheel drive. You're just trying mm-hmm. to justify your garage sale purchase yesterday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and a bee suit. I bought a bee suit. No, get out. <laughs> I'm TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan. Good morning. Beefsteak is in the house. Oh, yeah. Salt Dog is the guy that's a ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, and uh, fires up the old pot belly stove here, which we don't need it so much during the summer. 
It's not summer. It's officially we, fall. But we do Freezing. use it. We do use it to heat up the coffee grinds that are in the old coffee pot. And he pours a little water over those for us. And for that, we are highly grateful. It's uh, it's hard to find a good ranch hand nowadays. And our guest this week. Esteemed the, guest. Our esteemed guest this week in the bunkhouse is Rick McGee. Ricky McGee. <sighs> Man, it's so good to be here. From guys. Lynchburg, Virginia. Yep. If you don't know where that is, look it up. Where they really do use snow chains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Well, you got to give them to him. Regift. I have on my phone. I have uh, the temperature uh, in Austin. You know, I have like you can pick like a handful of cities, and uh, one of mine is Lynchburg. So I always, I often look over and see how your weather is in your town. Yep. So wow. you can make fun of him. You can poke fun just a little bit. Right? I, you know, I just, I like that town. I like that town. I like the weather. I don't have any major complaints against Lynchburg, Virginia. I didn't even know where it was a handful of years ago. Yeah, play, it's it's actually a place where rain falls and, and um, the le- le- leaves turn. Leaves change color. <laughs> color to them. But you ought to read, his, read your blog. I mean, that was, I sent it out to our KOZ guys. I said, this is kind of a purely texan blog it was because it was kind of like slap backhand a little oh now i'm gonna pull out my texan and i'm gonna just yeah y'all can have that but we got this yeah well the i I like it's gotta have a hook at the end the weather you know i i own a landscape business i've had clients that have called me saying hey the grass is when are y'all gonna come cut the grass and i'll go oh my goodness we were supposed to cut it last thursday why why haven't the guys cut the grass yet? And I look and they were there. They've got the times marked down. They were there and but it's because everything's growing so much cuz we've had like the perfect amount of rain. Things are green. Yeah. It's I don't understand it. It's weird. Oh, I was out at the deer lease yesterday getting it all ready for the for the year and things are You haven't done that yet. Gro- you know it's opening bow season this weekend. Well, you know what? I it have already to happened. make I have to make decisions on what to do. All right, there's so many things that I can do. I'm getting prepared <laughs> for rifle season. So many things your wife has for you to do. <laughs> hey, if so I don't... I did the same thing. I got out there and <laughs> did what? Got I went out to You did? to the got the bow blinds ready, had to repair replace a motor in one of the feeders and You guys are Oh, so I was thinking behind. of you. I was thinking of you, Cody, yesterday. Because I brought 14 bags of corn yeah, and filled up my feeder to the top, to the brim, toppity top. It's going to last, what, three months. It took Easy. 14 I'm bags? 14 bags, yeah. Wow. How big is so your feeder? That's a good... It's 600 pounds. It's the yeah. one that you put me on extra work right? so that I could go above and beyond the budget and I could bring a real steel. And it was great. I didn't have to climb up a ladder. Yeah, yep. and uh, and it was it just the thing is rock solid. It's really cool so to have that. You were completely empty on corn. It was uh, I was about one week. Yes, I'd pre-filled it way back at the middle of January. Fourteen bags is seven hundred pounds. It's okay, whatever. Fifty-eight pounds per blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Carry the one. So there, when you were working oh on God. when you were working on your blind, you were telling telling us in the parking lot, Rick. Ricky McGee and I, you were telling us in the parking lot. We got a parking lot at the parking lot. And, uh, yeah, well. Gravel. And uh, 
when you were talking to us, you were telling us about that uh, little visitor. So you've had, over the years, where you're at out there in Mason, Texas area, Mm -hmm. a lot of visitors, a lot of wildlife, a lot of snakes and scorpions and spiders and... uh, but in your one particular, that one little four by four or six by six spot, there's always rattlesnakes. Yeah, last year, you know, I, I had a encounter very the so the blind was only about an inch and a half or two inches above. It was just sitting on a brick on each corner, and that was it. Just keep it up out of the you know water and all that. And so I was gonna clean out under there, and you know, I had a big surprise when I was within inches of that rattlesnake and ended up jacking it up, putting a couple rounds in my, you know, blind, trying to kill it. Then went down a little bit and it was a big six Ventilation. Yeah, I ventilated it just a little bit. But then, so what I did is I elevated it up because I was freaked out that there's a, you know, whole nest of rattlesnakes underneath my blind there. Right. So I elevated it up about three feet. So I was pretty cocky going in this year. I'm like, oh, yeah, no big deal. I wouldn't even check. I didn't even think about it. So I'm cleaning out where the stairs are and pulling vines and pulling the stuff that was growing up. And every time I would hear something like, and I thought, oh, that sounds like bees. There must be a beehive over here somewhere. I'd back off and it'd go away. And I put my hand down there again and it was a. Is it my imagination or is. Are you guys the only ones thinking that sounds nothing like bees? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was hitting on the side of the it was hitting on the side of the blind or something. Let's hear it one and more it time. Did, and no, and and so then I'm uh, I go around to the front and I'm painting a little camo on the front, and that's when I heard the real. And I thought it was a spray can. I stopped a little some nozzle and it kept going. Whoa! I look down and man, that thing has got its mouth open. And it's about six inches away from my leg, right there. Yeah. Did and you bring I, extra pair of pants to to clean? Yeah. My, my put a dry pair on. So I I pulled around, got the three eighty, shot him right in the head this time, first time, because they had plenty. Congratulations. Of yeah, and then because you were asking me on the picture, you're like, "Hey, there's no holes in that skin." Yeah. And then I skinned him out, put him on a board we had laying around, and brought him for you and Sailor, your little daughter. We'll make a hat band. But the PSA for this, the public service announcement is, guys, you don't know what's under your blind. You really do. I was really pretty cocky about that not being a problem. Well, and we were and out. you got to be careful. We were out shooting dove Man, you the gotta, last couple of times we've been out dove hunting, and some of those dove have been falling in some taller stuff, and the snakes are out. Well, the point was I'm 20 minutes from getting at the blind to the gate. And then a 30 minutes to the hospital. Yeah. You get popped in the leg right like that. You better have a plan. That's all I got to say. Speaking of a plan, bass... Uh, The new bass fishing tour. We'll talk about it more. This is going to be be news for the next several weeks. 60 of the biggest names in bass fishing just walked from elite. Well, not just the elites, but FLW. they They didn't walk, but it's... It's a decision they had to make and something they knew that was coming around the corner, but we'll talk about it more on the flip side. Plus, uh, next week, I believe, we're going to try and have Kelly Jordan on. Uh, I've been talking to Kelly to get him on. He's one of the owners 
longtime Elite Series champion, all that kind of stuff uh, for uh, bass fishing. Well, we'll try and talk to him, but we'll recap what's been going on in the bass fishing world up next, plus your news of the weird, all that coming up. It's the Outdoor Zone, the number one outdoor radio show in Texas right here, live on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. 24-7-365 at the Outdoor Zone. Dot com. Us guys here in the bunkhouse on the Outdoor Zone radio show, we're always shopping from Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor. Venison, pork, fowl, even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook, the Outdoor Zone. Now Maxwell Supercenter. Supercenter Power Days Adventure Days. The fall is finally here, and it's perfect weather to hit the lake. That's why you need something that'll get you into the great outdoors and back again. So drive something that's comfortable, has lots of storage, and it'll get you to the job. We'll get the job done right in the via in a vehicle from Nile Maxwell Supercenter. You know what I I drive the new Dodge. 2500 and the only thing i didn't get and i really wish i would have are the storage boxes oh yeah on the side of the bed well you wish you would have got remote start too because and i wish i would have got remote start (laughs) uh now maxwell (laughs) dang it ram power days and jeep adventure days they have uh, the classic 2019 Jeep Wrangler there, the iconic go-everywhere vehicle that looks great on the lake. With all new technology, designs, upgrades, and amazing safety features like rear park assist, blind spot monitoring, rear cross path detection. Two- and four-door Wranglers arrive almost every day. So if you want to save thousands of dollars on hundreds of vehicles, head to the number one Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183, or just visit them online, nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. So, Major League Fishing, everybody's seen it on TV, if you've paid any attention at all, uh, has come out with their Pro Bass Tour now, and uh, they are hand-selecting, hand-inviting. They announced last night, or yesterday evening, They announced that they have reached their full 80 angler field. They've got commitments from 80 pros that they gave invites to across the FLW circuit and Bassmaster Elite Trail. We knew a lot of these guys were going to come from the elites. That was the rumor. That was uh, where a lot of these guys are now. Like uh, one of the latest commitments, Wesley Strader spent... 20 years, 15 years on fishing FLW, just made the elites, but now is switching to Pro Bass Tour. So, uh, I mean, a lot of these guys have experience fishing both trails, FLW, Bassmaster. 
man, it's kind of a risky deal. I mean, I know, I know it's you're reaching for the newest thing, the newest, hottest thing. I'm sure when FLW came out, there was a big uh, kind of uproar much like this, I would imagine. You know, when they hit the scene and they were wrapping boats and they were moving fast and throwing out million-dollar paychecks, uh, I'm sure there was quite a stir-up. I don't remember it as much, I guess. But now we've got a third trail that is going to be supposedly run by the anglers. Now, I've heard that's kind of the interesting part is I've heard mixed uh, mixed opinions from different pros about whether every angler gets paid at every event or, you know, and, and then that's not true and then that is true. And so I don't know that the anglers have it all figured out, even the guys fishing it, well, what they, it's going to look like. They have lured... The yeah. biggest names. I mean, I looked at that list of names. Some of them, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, come on, that's eighty of the. I, I mean, there's re, there's very few guys on that list that went over there that aren't names that have been. Well, so it, what, what, what are the names got, that, that that didn't go that you were? Surprised? Yeah, well, well I, I didn't see Van Dam on that list. Right. No, but Van Dam's on it. Absolutely made the announcement a couple nights ago at the. Uh, Bass Fishing Hall of Fame induction. Uh, after that event, he made the announcement that he's going to fish MLF. So right there, that's a that's a huge sway. We all knew that he was going to go that way, right? I mean, I, I that was a given. Well, um, and the, and that I saw an article on him recently, and it was like a picture of him in his basement where his man cave is. And it had all his big trophies and all his yeah and and really for somebody like Van Dam, somebody who's won everything multiple times, yeah, he's got like twenty four, twenty five Bassmaster wins. Yeah, you it's almost you almost yeah you almost would think okay I got to have something different. for a different <laughs> challenge. <laughs> well, no, I mean really, I mean how many you know and that's and he'll be an integral piece to it's like to Tiger Woods growing that growing that following and growing that uh, whole sector. Now, uh, I've seen some complaints from fans about, you know, this is great and all, the new trail, the TV coverage is going to be fantastic. Man, it stinks when y'all come to town and there's not going to be a weigh-in. We can't come meet our, you know, our anglers. We can't come get their autographs. And so there's there's kind of a hurdle there that they're going to have to figure out what that looks like. If you got no weigh-in, because, right, Major League Fishing, they're going to have that style format where you weigh weigh and release the fish. You got an official in the boat. You weigh it and you let it go right there. What does that weigh-in look like? Or what does that fan base system look like where you get to meet the anglers? Or or you you go to the Classic or you go to the FLW. Right, and they pull out a big bass out of their live well and show it to the the 50,000 people sitting in a stadium. How do you mimic that in a major league fishing scenario? But you can't that, and you can't replicate anymore? you can't replicate the Bassmaster Classic. That's the biggest thing that comes back around to this whole thing is look, there is a Bassmaster Classic. Bass is 50 years old. There is nothing synopsis more synopsis to tournament bass fishing than the Bassmaster Classic. I don't care that they've slipped up on the FLW Cup uh announcement stage just this year. One of the announcers, you know, talked about Bassmaster Classic mentioned that, 
you know? I mean, it's just synops- It's just uh, a synonym well, for is. bass fishing. And so how do you replicate that? Do you lose the Bassmaster Classic? Does it disappear in time? What does that look like? I don't think it does. I think everybody's going to be just fine. Bassmaster Elite Series came through, dropped a couple extra million dollars in payouts, dropped their team. The Elite Series is only going to be 80 anglers this coming year, not 107. Um FLW came out with their announcement addressed to the anglers, to the pro anglers this year. Uh, this week, they came out with this announcement uh, and said, well, we're going to continue as usual. Come on, let's fish. <laughs> They'll add a little bit more money into it. They're going to uh, kind of reduce some of the well, two, deposits and stuff like two that. Two of the things that I was thinking is, one is, it's got to get to a point where the bass, the professional bass fisherman is not having to pay in like they've had to pay in up to this point that's got to be a huge one and the other one is the mlf uh, the uh i was talking to somebody today that was or this weekend that was telling me about uh tiger woods when he's at a tournament the uh tv ratings and participation at the course is goes up 40 percent 40 percent and I think that was 40 or 60, but I know it was sure. at least 40%. So it's a, he's a huge draw. So when you take all those guys, you suck all the Van Dams and all those guys over there to MLF, you know, that's a big deal. That's a It's a huge deal, deal. But you're pulling a lot of the, the, the names that have been around for a long time. That is absolutely correct. But it's allowing new superstars to rise in the Bassmaster Elite Series. So it'll be exciting to see both sides, how they develop, and uh, who rises to the top. Sun Auto Service family-owned and operated repair and maintenance company. Since 1978, they've worked hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicle running like new. i got to go by there this week, get my uh, oil change done, and get a fuel filter done. And I'll be getting it done at Sun Auto. They hire ASC certified technicians. The location I'm going to visit this week, 405 West Slaughter Lane. They've got one at 1300 Medical Parkway in uh, Cedar Park, as well as 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown. And their newest location in Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road 620. You can check out all of the discounts they've got at sunautoservice.com. All right, up next, we've got your news of the weird you get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the Bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Listen to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards away. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie Outdoor Zone radio show. Broadcast from the bunkhouse. Yeah, that's right. Right here on 1049 The Horn, 247365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Uh, archery country, oh man, 
Got I got the bows in the truck. We're gonna spend all week just shooting. I know bow season started this weekend. A lot of you guys are already posting guys and gals already posting your pictures, but I'm preparing everything this week. I don't get to go out till later on, but man, I'm super excited. Went by, got my bow tuned up, had those guys uh, check the string on it, the cams, everything's good to go. All I got to do now is practice, practice, practice. Archery Country has all the gear that you need. They carry Matthews Elite and Hoyt, full-time professional staff right there, techs right there to help you with all parts and pieces. For your bow, they have all the gear, targets, arrows, accessories, everything you need, all in one place. The only archery shop in Central Texas. They have full-size range to try it out after you after you get them rigged up. So go by and see our buddies at Archery Country, 8121 Research Boulevard, uh, AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com. Yeah, it all started this weekend. Oh, my goodness. Come on, come on. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. A rare two-headed copperhead discovered in Virginia. Good thing we got uh, Rick McGee here. He was uh, just rolled in from Virginia where they grow these weird snakes. I was going to say there's lots of weird two-headed things things in Virginia. (laughs) What might you be referencing? (laughs) The unmanned person who found the snake contacted Virginia Herpetological Society for identification. Is that a... Whoa. What is that exactly? <laughs> he just makes things up. Well, it's if you okay. take some penicillin, you'll be all right. I'm not sure. uh, identification and a state herpetologist picked it up to study it. Um, so it's real unusual. And uh, <laughs> I could go on and read this whole thing, but I won't. But Rick, you uh, you're Two from Virginia. Words. What what you said? You just did a deer camp this weekend. Uh, yeah, it's, with a it's bunch youth of boys. day. It's youth day in Virginia this weekend, uh, and me and my buds had a bunch of boys out. And uh, one of the boys told me about this. You hear about the two day? I mean, the two headed snake, Mister Rick, and and so they were uh, they were all about it, and I didn't know anything about it. It's funny I walk in here, and this is this you, we're talking about it this morning. But uh, you know what I know? A copperhead, though, in Virginia, we have rattlesnakes, and in some of the warmer areas, we have the other pit viper, the cottonmouth moccasin. Not in our area, in the middle of the state, but copperhead is the rattlesnake of Texas. You know, for Virginia, it's it's just common. It's what you see if somebody sees a pit viper it's going to be mean mm. yeah they get they got a little bit of nasty if they get cornered up and you or, don't know they're there they don't have yeah, that rattle but. And they copper in color and all that but but this is a pretty crazy find i've never heard of anything like it it's not something any of our guys have ever seen so i love was, the end of it where it says too many it says that they, they usually don't live very long because there's too many challenges living day to day with two heads <laughs> <laughs> Two mouths no to feed. I wonder oh, if they got dude. an argument with each other. They ever probably did. Over the snake, over the mouse in front of them, right? You know, who's going to get this one? Or, or who? Let's do you, turn left. No, I want to go right. You get bit by it. What? I mean, you go into the hospital and they say you got four fang marks. I don't think that's a copperhead, right? You know, no, I barrel. promise. <laughs> it was. 
Yeah, a two-headed <laughs> copperhead, and they're going to go, okay. An Indonesian crazy. teenager who a survived raccoon. 49 days adrift at sea after the wooden fish trap he was employed to mine slipped its moorings, says he ran out of food within a week and survived on fish and seawater he squeezed from his clothing. Ooh. Aldi right. Novel Adinglang told the Associated Press on Monday that he turned on a lamp every time he sighted another ship and can't remember how many passed by unaware of my ordeal. The Indonesian consulate in Osaka, Japan, said the 18-year-old was rescued by a Panamanian flagged vessel off Guam 1,200 miles from his original location. Wow. He was employed since the age 16 in one of the world's loneliest jobs, Lamp lighter on a romp pong, a wooden raft with a hut on top that's lit at night to attract fish. Moored 78 miles off the ca- of coast of North Suwasi. So, what do you, you do during the day? You're 78 miles out <laughs> on this raft. You can't see the shoreline, you can't see anything. It's anchored down, and your job is to turn on the light at night. So the fish are attracted to it. It's a lamp. It's and light the lamp. It's not turn on. It's light the lamp, an oil lamp, uh, to attract and the fish. And you get $130 a month to do this. Wow. I'm hiring, by the way. My <laughs> landscape business paying uh, what they make in a month and a day. Uh, I am hiring if anybody's looking for a job. Rumor has it. If you don't already have a job, you're not interested in a job. Yeah, you can. You can it's find hard a job to find right people to go to work right now. Yeah, but what I thought was cool. He said I prayed every day. Yeah, I would too for 49 days being stuck out on that little. I bet you one thing boat. he's 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 not doing today is eating fish <laughs> and drinking <laughs> salt water. <laughs> drinking salt water, right? Yeah. He said uh, once he finally got back, he's the uh, youngest of four siblings. And he said he no longer wants to work on a rompong. <laughs> and his parents agree. Amen. Yeah. Man. Mm. It's actually going to be fishing the that? Bassmaster Elite Series next year. <laughs> yes. Major League Fishing is... Uh, you know, it's, there's there. those jobs out there. I, I, I remember back in the day, if you were a forest fire guy... Well, Rick, you're an old timber guy. Um, didn't they used to back it in the uh, national forest? They'd build the towers and and they'd send a ranger out to populate the uh, to stay in the tower and watch for forest fires. And absolutely, during fire season, they'd have those guys up there and and have them every waking moment of daylight. And uh, at night, they didn't because you couldn't see the smoke. But yeah, they'd be trying to they'd be up there just catching anything before it caught on fire and made a bigger fire i was i was reading an article in out uh maybe it was outside magazine and it was about a family who bought a big sailboat and they sailed with their kids a wife and husband and wife skilled husband's very skilled at sailor but they took this sailboat and they sail around the world that's what they do but there's times well and it's a uh, I, I think they switched to a catamaran now, but during the day, they'd spend 20, 30 days at, you know, crossing from landmass to landmass. 
And they would just have the kids out on the deck. They wouldn't stay down. They weren't playing video games. They would just get up on deck. But that, you know, there's some some moments. I it just even when I was up on the mountain for a couple of days, just being by myself in the wilderness, it's a it's a thought process that you have to go through. And there's some there's some lonely jobs and some lonely stuff when you get out and you're not around civilization. Oh. I mean, I don't know. Well, it, I remember working out on the ranch and being out there for two weeks straight. You see the same 11 people, and then you cannot wait till Saturday because you're just going to go into town and go to Walmart. Right. And you walk around and see all these people, and you're like, oh, my gosh. There's All right, everybody's still here. Good. You know, right. I've got nothing but the ranch around me. Hey, if you're like me, you're always eyeing the newest technology, the newest gadgets on the market. But one thing many of us don't always think about is the cutting-edge technology keeping us safe behind the wheel. Not only does the 2018 Honda Accord allow you to stay connected on the go with hands-free calling, a heads-up display, and Apple CarPlay, but Honda Sensing has some incredible safety features to give you peace of mind. Best of all, these features come standard on the 2018 Accord. It's the 2018 North American Car of the Year, and it was on the 2018 Car and Driver 10 Best list. It made that list a record 32 times. No other car in history has done that. Solve your Honda Envy at any one of the Central Texas Honda dealers online at centraltexashondadealers.com. Disclaimer, see dealers. For details. All right. Next up, we've got your Game Warden Field Notes. It's the Outdoor Zone, the number one outdoor radio show in all of the world, right here live on 1049 The Horn and 247 365 Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? Alright, welcome back. McBride's Gun, Central Texas family-owned and operated gun shop. If you're looking for the right firearm, McBride's can help. If you're looking to trade your guns, McBride's is the place. An expert gunsmith right there on site. One place, McBride's Guns. It's that time. Rifle season just around the corner. Bow season had just opened up, so you know that this Texas New Year is well in its way. And it's hunting season. Looking for the right ammunition? Every gun owner is. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years. Right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. They've got your scopes. They've got your mounts. They'll get it all set up for you. They'll tighten that scope down oh, to that man. rifle Here we go. for beefsteak. They'll even get you all set up that way. 512-472-3532. Or you can check out McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. All right, now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true 
Game Warden Field Notes. A state trooper observed an an alligator tail sticking out of an ice chest during a recent traffic stop and contacted a Jasper County game warden. Isn't that East Texas, Jasper Mm -hmm. County? Mm -hmm. The trooper noted that there were no tags or documentation on the tail. The warden made contact with the Hardin County resident and seized the alligator tail. Several citations are pending, along with civil restitution. Isn't that the... We're getting a bunch of alligator stories. we got the lady who shot the alligator because it ate her Sh- pony. Shetland pony. <laughs> and, oh, I'm the, sorry. And, uh, and then the, the other guys that killed the alligator and they got busted at their campsite because they were cooking alligator tail at their campsite. And now this one, you just don't go out and whack alligators. No. Unless you're uh, unless they're in season and you have the tag like that uh, horse eating one that that little old lady shot. I thought here here in Texas, I thought it was legal. Just if something needed killing, you just kill it. Well, that's East Texas, but right, most right. of the other states. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So well, hey, uh, speaking of outdoors and uh, organizations, groups, and people that are truly uh, passionate about the outdoors and the outdoor industry and uh doing we've the got, right thing and giving back right right and giving back we've got doug du bois on the line with us doug is with austin woods and waters club and he's got their their annual uh mcbride banquet is coming up in the next couple of weeks and we wanted to give uh give you some information on it doug can you hear me i hear you tj loud and clear <laughs> five by five man how are you <laughs> hey buddy uh <laughs> So give us uh, give us a rundown. We I know we're going to have you on the show next week to talk some more details, but give everybody a rundown uh, real quick. What is the McBride Foundation, and then when is the event, and how do they get to be a part of it? I'll try to do it all in 30 quick seconds, man. appreciate it very much. Yes, the Austin Woods and Waters Club has been around since 1965. We meet every uh, the first Wednesday of each month, which will be next Wednesday, October 3rd, we meet at the Blue Star Bingo Hall off 910 West Anderson Lane. Have Chase Fountain, Texas Parks and Wildlife photographer, is going to be our speaker. We have a new speaker every month, great, great outdoor um, events. Then the annual banquet is going to be Saturday, October the 27th. The McBride Conservation Fund Foundation is our 501c3 for the Austin Woods and Waters Club that was designed and put in place in the 80s, I believe, to support Central Texas youth-oriented outdoors organizations. And since the inception, we've given away over $500,000. And the money we give away is directly related to the money we raise at the banquet. And organizations in the past that we've supported have been the Down Home Ranch, Texas Brigades, Hayes County 4-H Shooting Sports, Operation Game Thief, some organization called the Kids Outdoor Zone. I don't know about mm-hmm. that. Questionable. <laughs> Operation Orphans, Texas Youth Hunting Program, Austin Fly Fisher Skiff Program, youth programs within the Texas Dove Hunters and the Texas State Rifle Association, Bamberta Ranch Preserve, and a few more. So we're at the Texas Disposal Systems Exotic Game Ranch, fantastic facility that the Gregories open up to nonprofits like like um, the Woods and Waters Club and the McBride Banquet. Uh, again, Saturday, October the 27th, tickets are $125 each or $200 for a couple. 
tables of eight for a thousand. You can find information austinwoodsandwaters.org. All right, Doug. Hey, I look forward to having you in the studio next week in the bunkhouse next week. And uh, we'll talk more about Austin Woods and Waters uh, event coming up, austinwoodsandwaters.org. You got it. And a uh, real sh- quick shout-out to Cody. Welcome to the fatherhood. Congratulations, young man. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, All Doug. Right, y'all have a great day. See you, buddy. Bye-bye. Um, yeah. I posted a, uh, a picture you of your that? daughter, my granddaughter. Yes. <laughs> No, I'm trying not to be that guy, so I'm making memes of my baby. <laughs> yes, so you it's are. a little more trying appropriate. to make a little cash, little I think so. Yeah, little something, something going copyright, on there, you know? copyright those pictures. But uh, now I put up a sign yesterday uh, on my doors that said, um, "Did y'all see yeah, that? Yeah. Newborn baby on site. Knock at no- your own risk. Knock at your own risk. Uh, it may be your last." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I posted those on my door. Because I had, you know, I had, really uh, I had Jehovah this. Witness come by yesterday. We spoke a little bit. And uh, good thing that I might. You say, here, hold the baby for a minute. I got to go. <laughs> the doorbell, the doorbell has been, has been disengaged. So <laughs> I just saw these two guys standing at my front door yesterday. It was kind of awkward. So I went ahead and put up signs. Wow. Knock at your own risk. Amazing. It may be your last. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I. Uh, I've figured something out. Grandpa needs to come over and visit, but I strategically do it on certain casserole days. <laughs> He's on the casserole circuit right now. And if you hit it on the right day, man, I'm telling you, there's some good groceries rolling in that house over there. There is. And they got to have somebody help them eat that stuff. Well, and hold a baby while they're eating that stuff. That's right. It's, around. it's a perfect storm. It's a whole new. It's a whole new deal when you've got to... Uh, organize how you, you know, my thing is, okay, honey, eat real quick, you know, while she's, you know, I'll change the diaper and, you know, hold her for a little bit. You eat and then we can switch roles and I'll eat. There's See, no more normal around our house. It no, is, that, no, that is, that is normal. normal. Yeah, well, right. well, well, there is no more <laughs> schedule, I guess. There's no more, uh, you know, people will call, hey, we'd like to come by. Uh, how is 6.30? And I said, I don't know. Call me at 6.20 and see how we're rolling, <laughs> I guess. You'll have a whole and if new I answer, for parents. Right? If, I have an, if I answer, then uh, then maybe you can come by. If I don't, it's because my phone's on silent and uh, you can't come by. But with Grandpa, it's kind of like a uh, rental car. You just pick it up clean and return it dirty right yeah i like it i'm really really liking it hey let me a uh, quick question uh archery season just opened this weekend mm-hmm. uh all of us here have been bow hunters at some point or are are rick just flew in from virginia with his bow and tow really uh fixed broadhead or mechanical beefsteak uh, fixed Cody. Yeah, three blade fixed. Three blade fixed. 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 Me too. Wow. But man, those those mechanicals are huge. Oh, man, man they're, they're all right the rage. Now. And I've, I've got them. And speaking of rage, I mean, you know, rage broadheads, and I've had the ones with the little rubber bands on them, and I've I've shot some pigs with the mechanical ones. Yeah, and they you work have. great. Big hole. Yeah, big. Make a big old hole. They do. I'm just not quite as confident with the mechanical ones. I don't. 
I just like finding, and I find those just three blades, simple, hundred grains. You can shoot them straight. They don't have any wobble to them. You know, your bow can be a little out of tune. It still get there where it's supposed to, most of the time. <laughs> if you're if you're looking down the right down the right angle. Well, but, just uh, like concealed carry, right? It's what you practice with, what you're comfortable with, and yeah. what you're going to shoot so, best with. So what? Uh, what? Do you know what what poundage do you have your bow set at? I'm a I'm a real big believer in sixty pounds. So you're riding just riding stay in, just staying a little bit below that. If you, I got several buddies, and maybe it's just in my world, but I got several buddies that shot seventy, yeah, seventy I pounds their whole life, and, so and they're right now they're they're dealing with shoulder. They've had to go to a crossbow. Two of them had to go mm-hmm. totally to a crossbow at fifty five years old because they just can't. They've they've just pulled their their tendons and their shoulder and their arm, and so I'm just kind of leery of it, and I pulled back to I stayed at sixty all my. Well, you know, there's a lot of a I lot fifty two. It's yeah. all about quiet. Yeah. It's all about putting it where it's supposed a to lot go. Of, a lot yeah. of 57 is what I last did. It. I started out like in the high 40s. Yeah. And I really got comfortable with it. And then you were like, no, can't do that. A lot of people you work out. A lot, lot of people work out and, and uh, you know, to get themselves in shape and get that shoulder and, and stuff ready to go. Hey, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. That's our first hour. We'll come back on the flip side. We've got a guest calling in. You're going to want to hear this. Dr. Todd Phillips in The Last Well. It's a cool story. And uh, he's going to be living on a little platform on a lake in Dallas for a while. And we're going to tell you that story when we get back. That with the PETA report, which you're, we're going to tell you what kind of costume to have for Halloween. Oh, joy. And PETA's providing it. It's awesome. <laughs> All that and more, only one place, live in the bunkhouse, Saturday, Sunday morning, 7 to 9 on 1049 The Horn or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com.